In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland. I'm Daryl. He's Andy. Listen up. Mobile sports betting is finally live here in the state of Ohio. BetQL wants to help prevent you from making bad bets. In order to win big, download the BetQL app today. Instantly get their models, best bets, live public information, sharp data, trends, and much more right at your fingertips. Use code OH25. For 25% off your first month, head to betql.com slash news slash 92.3 the fan for exclusive sportsbook offers. And if you bet on the first round of the draft, um, I hope they all cashed in for you. All right. So, again, we are doing this podcast during the first round of the draft, and uh, it's dropping whenever it drops. Uh, Bijan Robinson was the last guy to get picked eighth by the Falcons, and we've got two Buckeyes that got picked early on. And if you're listening to us for uh, exclusive inside information on what's going on in the draft, um, you seriously, like maybe we'll buy you a beer or something. Cause you need help if you're really looking, because we got two Buckeyes that went in the top, what six Paris Johnson we're, we're recording a podcast during the, during the draft that will not drop until the day after the first round of the draft. <laughs> so if I think about it, timing wise, this is the second worst timed episode of anything I've ever recorded. The worst timed ever show that I ever did was in 1997 when the Indians lost to the Marlins in game seven. And I was doing a show called wall to wall sports with Kirk Herbstreet at WBNS. And I'm sure Kirk never wanted to work with me again. In fact, I don't think I ever did work with him again after that show. Um, and we were on during game seven and Jay Crawford, who's now at channel three was also with us. He was at the game. He was sitting outside. And at one point during the show, I said, cause I mean, look, that game came down to the wire. And I said, if you're watching us right now, I'm absolutely shocked because we all know what's going on on the other channel and we're just waiting for the game to end. So that's where we are right now in this thing. But we did have a big, big, big story break right before uh, we did the podcast tonight. Uh, yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson is going nowhere. He is staying with the Baltimore Ravens, gets a massive contract extension, five-year deal uh, that is going to pay him up to 260 million, 185 million of that fully guaranteed. And you know who is very unhappy about that particular contract? Tell me, brother. Tell me. NFL agents, because Lamar did it himself. He didn't hire an agent. He negotiated his own contract and he got paid. And so what is it? What what most agents take? What three to five percent? Yeah, it's it's something like that. Well, that's it, more money it, in his pocket. The nice chunk of change that the the agents get paid. Uh, there's a reason why all the agents, uh, you know, have massive, <laughs> at least the big ones, have the big houses with the, uh, the right. fancy cars and everything. They let's put it this way: they they live the same lifestyle as the players that they represent. <laughs> Show <laughs> me the money. The yeah, the, the show me the money. But um, and then there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of agents that there's a lot of agents, first off, and there's a lot of them that really, really grind uh at their, you know, at their craft uh for years and years and years before they're able to, you know, break it big with you know one big client. So I don't want to, you know, put it out there that every agent lives this, you know, glamorous lifestyle. Uh, I know some guys here in town that don't live very I mean, and they work hard, yeah. hard. Uh, it's it's look, it's 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 a tough business. But my whole point of saying that tongue in cheek is that 
you know, Lamar was able to do this without uh, an agent, and he he proved. I mean, good for him. I mean, I had been saying for weeks and, and months that I felt like he needed to hire an agent to get this thing done. And you know what? Respect. Respect, Lamar. You got it done uh, without the help uh, of an agent. Uh, you became the, the highest paid player uh, in the NFL uh, per annual value, $52 million, $1 million more per year uh, than Jalen Hurts. Granted, didn't get the same guaranteed money as Deshaun Watson did, but he got more guaranteed money than Jalen Hurts, and uh, he got the most guaranteed money uh, besides Deshaun Watson. I Look, I think that that contract that he got from the Ravens was a good compromise because right. the Ravens weren't going to give him the Deshaun contract. But what did they do? They gave him $30 million more in potential earnings while also saying, but we're not, but we're going to guarantee, as I do the math in my head real quick, $45 million less. So we're going to guarantee 45 million less, and we're going to give the opportunity to potentially earn 30 million more than Deshaun Watson uh, is going to earn in his fully guaranteed deal. So I think that that's a really good compromise. Both sides win. And you know what? I, you knew this was happening. Uh, I, I said it when the Odell signing happened with the Ravens, there was no way Odell was signing. If he did not know that Lamar was staying with the Ravens, well, that's and probably Lamar, true. And Lamar isn't getting on. Although they did give him good money. I know they did, but I'm just saying like, and then, but Lamar hopped on was an IG live or FaceTime or whatever it was uh, on with him. Dude, he knew like Odell knew. So, um, and it'll be interesting to see what wide receiver the Ravens end up with here uh, to give Lamar even more weaponry to deal with. So good news for the Ravens. Uh, Lamar stays bad news for the Browns. Lamar stays. And, um, the Ravens will continue to be a pain in the you-know-what uh, for the, the years to come. Uh, the Tukas. I'm allowed to say Tukas, right? So, okay, we're going to work. This is Daryl Ryder learns Yiddish. You got to get the... I can't do it. Now, tuchus. I, can't, I, 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 I can't do the phlegm. Sorry. It's not a phlegm. It's guttural. Yeah, you I can't go. do that. Tukas. Got it? Try it. I Give have it a no shot. gut. Give it. I'm trying to help you out with your Yiddish here, man. <laughs> Tukas. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, I can't do it. Ah, you were close. People are like, oh, my God, I think Baskin's going to spit through my speakers here in my car. We have worked tirelessly to get the three listeners to the podcast that we have. Let's not scare them away. Okay, I'm sorry. I will send you a personalized uh, apology note, whatever you You need. You know what we have to give away, though, now, Andy? We we have have stuff to give away. You're serious? Oh, we do. We have stuff to give away. I wish they would have done one for us together. We that's have, that's just we have you. Autographed Great Lakes Collectors Convention Greeny Sports Cards. Do you have my cards? Oh, my cards are at the station. I forgot yeah. about it. Yeah. So we can give these away. I like have a I have a massive stack of these things. And it was kind of funny, like when I it was it was nice of Greeny to give them. I'm like, what am I gonna do with like 400 Daryl Ryder cards? But I shockingly, I uh, a couple of colleagues, uh, probably as a practical joke at my expense. Sure. Uh, but uh, they have requested autographed cards. And so I have been distributing autographed cards to a couple of colleagues. But yeah, we could send out Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder greeny sports cards from the Great Lakes Collectors Convention that happened earlier this month in Independence. Uh, we, we could send autographed cards out to people. Code word, Sonny Johnson, Jr. Sonny Weaver Jr. Sonny Weaver Jr. Sorry. 
Sonny Johnson. Have you actually seen the movie Draft Day? Yeah, I've seen it twice. Two or You've three times. I like it. Yeah. Wait a minute. What? I liked it. I thought it wasn't a bad movie. I oh. was. I thought it was great. Oh, it's god awful. It's it not might be, horrible. It might I mean, be the worst Kevin Costner sports movie he has ever made. Um, right up there with For Love of the Game. I actually fell asleep in the theater to four. Uh, no, he did another one that was bad too. Now you got me looking this up. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you that when we come back in the next segment. Also, there was another story, gigantic story, that we need to get to that happened in between podcasts. What are we talking about? We'll fly you to that next subject next. It's always game day in Cleveland. 